When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome into the Deuce and Mo podcast, recording this on a Saturday night, a special Saturday night. Because the Kings have done something they have only done seven other times in 39 years. Make it eight tonight. They have 40 wins in a season. Shout out to those three guys who are leaving the California Classic in San Francisco. Mm. They said, we're getting 40 wins, let's go. Little did we know we would be talking about that on March 11th on a Saturday Ooh. night when the Kings go on the road. After Mike Brown called them out, they go on the road to take on the Suns. Fox and Sabonis don't even score 20. Keegan gives you a zero. Kevin Herter, he had nine. But it was the Kings benching the hero of all heroes. Kessler Edwards coming up big in the Kings. Get the win in the Valley of the Sun, 128 to 119. They're eight in one since the break. 40 wins. I'm Deuce Mason. <laughs> That's Morgan Reagan. How are we doing tonight? Wonderful after that recap. Wonderful. Tonight is special. Tonight mm, we mm, celebrate mm. 40. Mm, mm, oh, mm. all you other teams out there that have gotten to 40 all those other years laughing about that i don't give one shit actually i don't <laughs> give four fucks uh shout out jordy you got that drop i don't give four fucks about winning and losing thank you i do have kg too fuck you mean the kings ain't going nowhere it's real the kings are real well it was a big time uh, performance the kings are now 40 and 26 after beating the phoenix suns tonight of course no kevin durant in the game Suns playing without him, but it's a Suns team that won four in a row, and the Kings needed to respond. That's what I was looking for tonight. You know Mike Brown ripped the hell out of them in the press conference after beating the Knicks the other night. Yeah. So how were they going to respond tonight in Phoenix? They responded. <sighs> they didn't get destroyed on the boards. They were taking on a team that was not only top five in three-point shooting, but top five in offensive rebounds. The Kings had more offensive rebounds tonight. They had more second-chance points tonight, and they had to grind this game out. There was nothing easy about it, but the thing that impressed me most, Morgan, uh-huh. they brought it. They oh. brought the edge. They brought the toughness, and I'll tell you what. It starts with De'Aaron Fox, who was picking up CP3 full court oh. in his junk. To start the game. He was ready to go. They were flying everywhere defensively. 
Suns can still get buckets. They were knocking down some threes for yeah, a little they bit. Were. You know, whatever. But the end of it, they end up shooting 13 of 44 from three. You hold them well below their average, which is top five best in the NBA. The Kings played really fun defense tonight. Held them to 24 points in the fourth quarter. That was fun to see. What impressed you tonight with the Kings win? I think it's that same, the response to a, how do you respond to a win, but it wasn't a great win, and you come out on the road against a still very good team in the NBA. I think some people want to always add in, but no, Kevin Durant. They, they were getting wins before Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant added when he came, but they are capable of winning and playing high-level basketball. Kings responding tonight against a good team like the Suns, uh, the details, the attention to the details tonight, the way that the second unit stepped up when mm. they needed it mm. so bad. I mean, when I say so bad, your two best players on the squad weren't producing their high-level offense, all those points that they're used to scoring. Other guys were stepping up, contributing. They were getting rebounds. They were playmaking. Deuce, there was, oh, I mean, I'm talking about the offensive end. I mean, you go to the defensive end, the in-game adjustments made, oh, wow, let's keep putting, let's keep switching and having Trey Lyles go to Chris Paul. Timeout, let's figure this out, make the correct adjustment. That's what they did, you guys. That's what good teams do. In-game adjustments, especially on the defensive end. I loved it. I, yes. I love the effort tonight from this group. It, it's not easy to go and take on a Suns team that, by the way, is trying to catch up to you, right? They are behind right. you. They could pick up a game tonight. That would have put them up 3-0 in the season series with one more to play. That would have been bad, but this Kings team took punches tonight. That's the other thing. They got down. They took a fat punch in that first quarter, Morgan Reagan, when they were down 17-6, to and you're going, oh, man. They're missing some shots. It felt like the Kings were trying to play with so much pace that they were taking quick shots. Not always the best shots. It felt like, hey, Mike Brown was like, push the pace tonight, but it didn't need to be chaotic. It was a little chaotic early They were trying the game. to match the Suns' pace, and it was like, whoa, it's okay, guys. Keep playing your game. And they played their game. And I thought the other thing that really jumped out to me in that first quarter is once they settled down, Brown goes to the Kings' bench, and we'll talk about that. They got to the free throw line. They took 15 free throws in the first quarter of this game. But the thing I love about tonight is just the fact that this team punched them a few times early in the game, mm. responded. In the third quarter, responded. In the fourth quarter, responded. And the Kings closed the right way. The defense made some big plays down the stretch. It's a significant win. It's significant not only because you go beat the team that's chasing you, but the 40 win mark does matter. And other NBA cities make, oh my God, you're getting so excited for 40 wins. It's so cute. Look, there's still, what, 16 games to play here. The Kingston still makes some noise. I mean, I didn't think we could be talking about a potential 50 win season, but it's not crazy to suggest that at this point. The Kings are 8-1 and one since the break. They've won 11 of their last 14 games. The offense is outrageous. On a night in which De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis don't even score 20 points, Kevin Herter, as I mentioned, the star had 9 points. Keegan Murray did not score in 15 minutes of work. The Kings still put up 128 points because they had 
what was it? One, two, three, seven players Ooh. in double figures, Ooh. including nine players. Nine of the ten had nine or more in the game. You have to get contributions from everybody this time of year. and They showed up big time. They showed up big. And it was just one of those things where you – it gave – the bench has been – consistently better and better. Wait, can you guys it's hear just what something up? we really need to see in Sacramento if Wait, they want to be keeping successful. I can't even talk. By the way, oh, you guys see, oh, we got some noise in the background. Know. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We got the, you know, we could second screen no, it like this. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let's give the proper intro before you guys get amped up. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Sacramento. Thank you. Okay, hang on a second. Just so people know who we're talking to right now, we got Sean, John, and is it Nadim? Is that how, I, is that how you say it, Nadim? Yeah, right here. These guys, you should know them by now. These were the three guys coming from the California Classic. No Warriors fans were showing up to the California Classic in San Francisco. These guys showed up. They walked out after the Kings went 2-0, and they were pumped up. They were jacked up. People clowned them because they came out and said, 40 wins. Let's go. They oh, believe. No, and here, no, no, no. here we are. Here we are on March, March 11th. The Kings have 40 wins. Let's give it up to Sean, John, and Nadim. Why not 50? Why not 50? Come on. We're hyped. All right. All right. Real fast, you guys are so hyped. I loved your energy over the offseason, dude. And it's been so cool to follow this because you guys were amped up about this. What gave you guys the faith? What gave you guys the belief after walking out of there that you guys were feeling good about things? Did you wait, see wait. Keegan Murray? Wait, wait, Did you wait. see Keegan two, Murray? Two words. Keegan Murray! We love it. I'll tell yeah. you this. We have had this energy for years. <laughs> We have been waiting for the right time for it to unleash and it to be into a winning season where we can bring playoffs to the Golden One Center. Mm -mm -mm. Hey, do some more. I'm going to see you guys live on TV for the playoffs, baby. What's up? How does that feel? I love it. I I love how fired up you guys are. I'm going to see you live for the playoffs. Let's go! All right. Playoffs, baby. <laughs> okay, when you guys were when you guys came out of the Chase Center that uh, that day in July, I think it was July, late yeah. June, whatever it was, July. Um, and you, whoever got video of you guys all amped up and it got put out there, were you guys like shocked at the amount of attention it received? Yeah, hundred oh, yeah. percent. I honestly, I, I didn't know there was like a guy. Like I didn't really remember a guy filming for the most part here. <laughs> let alone know he was with like SB Nation or anything. Yeah. So yeah, when we saw it go viral, we we're like, oh wow, that happened. <laughs> I mean, when yeah. the Kings win, yeah, we celebrate. So it doesn't matter who's outside. We beat the Warriors after they win a ring. We're the first person to hand them an L after coming off the championship <laughs> yeah, season. Exactly. Okay, we're gonna be a little hyped up. So. We're going to go in there. We're going to talk our talk when we walk out. And guess what? The Bay responded. They put us on SB Nation. So you guys. We guys. Listen. So, obviously, everyone was like, hey, if we get the 40 wins, like, I feel like everyone's been wanting to talk to you. How has the attention been today and, like, leading up to this 40 win day against the Phoenix Suns? 
But yeah, today's pretty crazy right now. I mean, my phone's kind of blowing up on like Twitter, which I'm not used to. I'm not before all this. I didn't really tweet or really use Twitter for the most part other than to get news quickly. But yeah, no, today definitely like it's happening. Like this is next level type of attention stuff because like when the 40 wins video came out, it got a lot of attention, then it kind of died down. And then the King season happened. And as soon as they started having some success, like this always was referenced. And now that we're here, it's blown up big Dude, time. I and it's just great. It's great to see. Dude, it's great because obviously you guys are hardcore fans and we're both like from Sacramento. We love this yeah. team. And to, just to see how fun this year has been. Uh, let's go around the room. What, what's been your guys' favorite part of this King season thus far? Oh, man. What are we? Where are we? You know, start? I'll start. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite part is you know, all the loyal fans getting paid off with winning basketball, mm -hmm. you know, getting to see this whole team have fun, see a team that has a lot of chemistry and good energy and have a system finally that like feels like it's stable, feels like it's stable. And, yeah. and I think that this is just the beginning. I feel like uh, we have, you know, a system in place and we have a great future with Monty McNair um and coach mike brown and this is it this is just the beginning yep <laughs> gosh best part of the season i mean recency but like i feel like that clippers win you just can't that double overtime 176 dub right there and you know what it's like sports center they're always like espn they're tweeting like Clippers stuff and it's like, guys, come on, give us some credit here. We, we took you, we took the Clippers down in that game here. Yeah, like, tweet right. about us, not about, not about Russell Westbrook or whatever that game was. But that was probably my favorite part of the season there because we were supposed to lose that game. Everyone we were like, yeah, yeah, this is the Clippers coming out party with Russell Westbrook. And we're like, nah, Malik Monk's dropping forty-one on y'all. Hell yeah, John. Yeah. I, John, you've got that Deuce Mason energy. I think we vibe a little bit. I dig it. Oh. Well, what about what? What's your what's your big moment this year? What's been your favorite part so far? All right, I dig the vibes of the Deuce and Mo show, and I have called you guys out in the arena, and you haven't looked at me. And I said, when when the Kings get forty wins. You got to grow a mustache. And I know you looked at me, dog. I, I, and I know you looked at me. And that was damn near as good as a handshake. I, I so promise we'll you. We'll see the mustache. Maybe. I don't know how many games it's going to take you yeah. to grow a mustache. Yeah. But we're going to see it. Here, okay? A couple and things. My favorite, my favorite memory of the Kings is yet to come. Because a playoff win in Sacramento mm -hmm. is going to light us up. Yeah. More than whatever you've seen yet. Believe that. Okay? <laughs> But I was in the arena for the Mavericks win when Kyrie and Luka played first game together and we beat him in overtime. That was dope. That was, man. But the, the, the next, it's yet to come. It's yet to come. It's yet to come. Come on. Come on. Let's yeah. go. Dude, I love come. it. And by the way, John, I would never big time you and ignore you. Ever. If I heard that, I would have no, definitely. Bro, you did, dog. You no. looked at me. I was like, it, here's hey, the thing, John. You, 40, you gotta we... grow a mustache. I'm a man of the people. Well, smiled, not only that. Like, that was no, funny. no, no. It was, in, it was just a smile like, I see you yelling something, but I don't know what the shit you're yelling. Because <laughs> when, especially when we have headphones or like, IFBs I feel like on. You're not the first people to tell me that either. So that's yeah. all right. That's Hell all right. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I saw, I didn't, he was at a game and I, I was like, who's yelling, we want playoffs in a mask? And I was like, oh, it's John. All right, never mind. That's all right. Hell <laughs> that makes yes, sense. dude. How are you guys celebrating? What, what are we drinking tonight, man? A little white claw action. Hell just got yeah. back from uh, Bar 101 in Roseville. Sacramento. We had a the, celebration. The sky shot. is lit purple. Yeah. We are lighting <laughs> beams all night. 
Yep. Come on. I know you guys like fog and fucking put spray jackets on and shit, too. So we do some weird shit over here. We can't reveal on the internet. Yet. Yeah. Well, why don't you give me some. Playoffs, give me a cheer. We'll be on there. Give me a little cheers, please. Hey, cheer, you guys. Hey, cheers. 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 Let's go. cheers. Cheers. Ah, dude, enjoy this moment, dude. I'm one. I'm just so happy for you guys because you guys take such joy, and you guys oh, yeah. represent what Sacramento Kings fans are about. Like I was saying right before the podcast, it sounds cliche, but there's no other fan base like mm -hmm. Sacramento because oh, yeah. there's not a fan base oh. that gets jacked about a summer league game. There's no fan base <laughs> that even really pays attention to this summer league game. Yet you guys were there, and you guys were approaching it like it was game seven of the NBA Finals at G1C. <laughs> yeah. You walked out of there strutting your stuff, acting like we just were holding that trophy. You guys are amped up. I loved it. Love it's it. It's a type of energy I'm telling you. that Wait, we're, all we about. are not the only ones. We're just the only ones on the Deuce yeah. and Mo show. Yeah, right. What's up, that's Sacramento? Right. We will represent the Sacramento <laughs> fan base proudly. Come on now. I got nope, some bonus on baby. Hey yo, 2017 California Classic in Sacramento was a near sellout. Yep. It was a watch party with De'Aaron Fox going against Lonzo Ball in the summer league. Like that's how much the city loves our team. We'll sell out for a watch party in the summer league. Yeah, game. I was so, there. I'll never forget like, that. We're just, we're just part. You know, we're getting and some guess story, what? You know? what? Hey, what do you guys think we should do for playoff jerseys? Honestly, because every playoff team gets some new jerseys. What do you guys think? I don't, they don't do new jerseys for the playoffs, but you know what I think that I was thinking about this. I won't, they, they should, you, they should use your Jersey design that you had the, the drawn <laughs> Bro, Keegan. Hey, yeah. I, I'm a little bit more creative than 15 minutes and four crayons. Okay. No, 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 dude. So, dude. <laughs> just wait, just hold up. But I hope you I frame that Jersey back to the last time the Kings made the playoffs with those all blacks, mm, that sick ass Jersey. Mm, 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 mm. Let's see us get a dub in those in golden one. That'd be Come dope. On. That'd be dope. But real fast, you're, you're Keegan, that, that Keegan jersey that you made that on that t-shirt, you Beautiful. better you better frame that. Oh yeah. Hey, if I can I get it signed by Keegan Murray and I'll put it on my wall, dude. Come yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Uh we can make that happen. We can make that happen, I think. We'll see. No, I'm we Well, I mean, we'll trust. try. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Deuce, Deuce has all the connections I, in the world. I, I forgot. Did you see the way he just tapped his chest? That yeah, I forgot. It. I, I work with on. Deuce Mason. Oh, my God. Well, well, we're, 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 we're at the game Monday. So all right. Gonna be there. We'll be Hell there. Yeah. Well, the 40th win didn't happen in Golden 1. It's a celebration at yep. this point. Yeah. You know? We'll see you guys there. Yeah, dude. Sean, John, Adim, appreciate you guys so much for uh, dropping in. Congrats. You guys are the best. Love the energy. Let's keep this rocking, man. Appreciate you Thanks, guys. guys. Thank w so Thanks, guys. Let's go. They're in the playoffs, baby. <laughs> Those are the guys, man. Oh my God. This is this is the vibe. This is the energy. Yes, Sacramento is after a 40 win season. The Deuce and Mo exclusive. First time they've done an interview post win. Yep. For, post, oh, post, yeah. With the 40th win. First time, man. First time. Seriously, love their energy. So cool. Amazing. Um, hopefully you guys enjoy this. The audio and listeners are going to be like, what the hell just happened? They're like, why were we breaking down the game? And then we went to this. It's okay. We're breaking down this the game. This is going to be a different type of night chat tonight, for sure. Um, yeah. I think what they represent is something that is seriously special about Sacramento. The fact that like Kings fans do care about like summer league games. Yep. We're doing summer league watch parties. They went to the game. They came out feeling good about this team and throughout the 40 win thing and people fans are clowning them. Yeah. 
Other people's like, oh, that's cool. That's cute. And here they are at 40 wins tonight. And that's why it is important even when and now, but when in the future the Kings are doing well, like you have to appreciate every moment. You still have to appreciate when a rookie comes in and, and, and Monty makes tweaks to the roster and they work. And I mentioned that because I look at someone like Kessler Edwards tonight mm -mm -mm. and it's not only tonight, but you look at what he's been doing, even in those few minutes that he's been getting here and there. But tonight was really one of those times where you go, Oh yeah, this is one of those tweaks that are actually going to be a great thing for the Kings. Well, let's get back to the game. The Kings got the win. Here's the second free throw from Domas. Got them both. And so the final separation probably not going to be indicative of how tight this game was. 128-119. Here is a pass out on the wing. Okogi going to shoot a three to beat the buzzer. It's no good. And the Sacramento Kings, for the first time in three games against the Phoenix Suns, get the victory. The road win is an important one for Sacramento. They're all important now, coming down the stretch. But how about these Kings who've now won eight of their last nine, 11 of their last 14. They've improved their record to 40 and 26. Man, that sounds so sweet from the G-man. Gary Gerald, yes, the Kings get the win. We talked about what we liked from the Kings defense at the start of the show before mm -hmm. the chaos broke with <laughs> our 40-win crew. We got to talk about Kessler Edwards. It wasn't Keegan Murray's night tonight. I thought... The Kings don't really have a guy, in my opinion, in their starting lineup that feels like a good matchup for defending Devin Booker. Yeah. They, you know, sometimes put Barnes on him. Keegan, I would say put Fox on him, if anyone. Sure. It wasn't working. Keegan had one of those games. You're like, oh, he was just off tonight. It looked like a rookie out there. And what did Mike Brown do? He went to the bench, went with Kessler Edwards. So at the 653 mark, the Kings were down 17 to 6. They put Mitchell Herter. Kessler, HB, and Sabonis in. Kessler Edwards, man. The Kings got clowned at the trade deadline. <laughs> That's all they did? They just took a donation for Kessler Edwards? He's not even playing. Oh, my. The Kings need help with all the teams around him. Look, I was kind of guilty of it, too. I thought, oh, maybe the Kings are going to do more at the deadline. They and did they not. Didn't. But in a meaningful game, yeah. Kessler Edwards, who, by the way, is just 22 years old. Right. Got great size, 6'8", 6'9", 6'11", wingspan. Came go. in and made life difficult for Devin Booker. Yep. And Devin's going to get his. He's a great player. He's one of my favorite players in the league, but Kessler Edwards came in and was ready. And he did the same thing, you guys, mm. against Anthony Edwards. It was a small sample size, so I was like, all right, everybody calm down, right? Like, you didn't want to get too excited about it. But he has that modern-day NBA body. He has that length, like you said, the 6'11 wingspan. He's young. So for him to be able to take up so much space with his arms out, his arms up, you know, stay vertical, hands in the passing lane, and then be able to move laterally pretty well. It's it's exactly the type of player that the Kings were missing. Now, so many others wanted a player that would just be like, hey, can he can he score and be this defensive player, this two-way guy, wing, you know, right away, especially not knowing Harrison Barnes' future. Whatever you have in Kessler Edwards, you have on both ends of the floor. And you don't need him to add a whole bunch on the offensive end because you already have guys who produce at a high level. But, oh, oh, he still showed up on the offensive end as well. He was so big tonight. And he came in and played physical, too. 
Like, he was not only getting into Devin Booker, playing the passing lanes well, um, contesting his shots, he was rebounding the ball. He came in tonight. Kessler Edwards comes in in a big-time game and gives you 12 points, 7 rebounds. He also has a steal. He did on 4 of 6 shooting, including 2 of 4 from 3. Yeah, this dagger late. Clutch points. The NBA's leader is De'Aaron Fox. He gives it up to Malik Monk. Driving a kick. Kessler Edwards for three. He's got the triple. The unexpected three-point shot from Kessler Edwards. He's knocked down his second of the ball game. The Kings have a six-point lead. 38 seconds to go. 124-118. Huge three-pointer. And that was right off the heels of the play where Fox had the steal. The look ahead to Kessler, who turned it over. And on the other end... Aiton had the and one. It could have been a six-point game had the Kings scored. Instead, Aiton with the and one cut it to one. It looked like a disastrous moment, but he came up big late with that big three-pointer. This is the type of player the Kings need, right? Someone with length, the wing spot. If you have him be an impactful player coming off the bench, be able to defend some guys. He earned some playing time tonight. He won the defensive player of the game chain, too, from uh, the coaching staff. Yeah, when he was um, sitting at the podium... I forget who you're sitting with. Was it Monk? Chemezi Matu. Chemezi Matu. Um, when he was sitting there, I, he's so defined. He's so strong. Like, he has big yeah. shoulders, big muscles. Like, he has strength. Are and, you... You're descri- Sorry, were you describing me or Kessler? I, uh, uh, Kessler. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I got really confused. Kessler Edwards. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I got, yeah. it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 definitely not you. And um, seeing that, I know I, I hate when people take too much or or look too much into, you know, body size and really someone can be super strong. For example, Trey Lyles, a super strong guy. And I'm not talking about his shoulders all the time, but with Kessler Edwards, you just, yeah, you look at his body, you look at his size, you look at his length, and then you look at him as a high IQ guy too, right? He, he, he makes instinctual plays defensively. And I just appreciate what he's brought in this one month of playing with the Kings. Yeah, and we have seen, like, brief glimpses, right? He had that moment against Minnesota. We're like, oh, maybe he earned some playing time. But you got to stay ready. And I think tonight served him well. Like, he's going to get playing time. You you have to think, too, back to when the Kings started the season. They had KZ Akpala. They wanted some length, a a wing defender. But KZ gave you nothing offensively. Sure. And that became a, a major factor. Well, at least Kessler has the ability to go out there and rebound. That's something Casey kind of struggled with, too. He rebounds, and he can hit a shot from the outside. You don't need him to score 20 points a game. You need a guy that's going to come off your bench and give you something. The bench was everything for Sacramento in this win against the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, and and you talked about the rebounds, too. I know you already mentioned the seven rebounds, but you think about going up against a team like the Phoenix Suns, who are one of the top um, offensive rebounding teams especially, and you know what just happened last time against the New York Knicks. They got a lot of offensive rebounds. They got a lot of second chance opportunities. Didn't happen as much tonight for the Phoenix Suns. They ended up with seven offensive rebounds, which led to seven second chance points. And I I just, I love the hustle from everyone, but truly when that bench came in, Deuce, especially Trey Lyles, just things were changing. Yeah, Trey Lyles hit some big shots again tonight. I mean, Trey Lyles has just been steady, especially since the All-Star break. He had 13 points. He had four rebounds, four of eight shooting, three of five from downtown. And 
That's just been significant. The bench was just outstanding. I mean, I go up and down. Chemezi Metu. I've been hard on Chemezi. He came in. The guy had three steals. Yes. He was, because he was playing up in guys, and whatever he was told stuck with him and was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do tonight to be efficient with my minutes and to stay out there on the floor. I love that. Um, is that okay that I'm officially a Trey Bay? I think we're all Trey Bay. Hey, chat, you guys all Trey Bays with us? <laughs> I asked I asked Kyle Draper, I was like, wait, are you a Trey Bay? And he goes, oh, I'm I'm nobody's bay. And I am a hundred percent Trey Bay, but I do remember Drapes. Bay. By the way, Morgan was filling in as an analyst yes! tonight. Yes, let's go. With oh. uh Kyle Draper and um I remember Kyle last year talking up Trey Lyles a lot. He loved Trey yeah. Lyles and was like, hey, is he going to be the answer at that four spot? And I think we all were wondering if that's what Trey Lyles' role was going to be. And you see what he really can do as that backup five, small ball five, that pick and pop, that his ability to stretch the floor. I mean, his... His, again, his defensive game and his strength alone to hold his ground when bigger guys are going at him. There's so many great things that Trey Lyles does. And tonight, adding those 13 points and hitting three of five from beyond the arc is just some big moments from him. Yeah, the bench is a whole. I, Davion Mitchell tonight. Yeah. Dog. Yeah. Brought it defensively. We actually saw Fox Mitchell in that game I too know. that was kind of encouraging to see we saw that in the fourth quarter actually for a little bit um i i thought what i loved about davion i i think he he needed the all-star break almost more than anyone get away kind of reset refocus since that time he's been much more of a confident player offensively i think he's been more decisive understanding that hey and he still has these bad habits of sure. over dribbling at times but to see him come out and attack the basket, knock down some threes. I thought he was huge for Sacramento. Davion played 15 minutes, just under 16 minutes, gave you 13 points, five of seven shooting, two of four from three. What do you like about the dog? I mean, it's kind of like you said, just much quicker decisions as of late. And his ability to switch his mindset uh, mid-season is incredible and i think again you got to give credit to mike brown who does a great job communicating with guys and getting through to his players whether it's tough love or whether it's just he's talking to them on a daily basis whatever it is that he told davion mitchell and davion mitchell is responding with has it, it just goes to show mike brown's ability as a coach to get through to guys and to Again, to be able to do that mid-season, I just think is incredible, and I'm just so happy that Davion Mitchell is playing a little bit more free. It it's it means everything for this team yes. to be able to go to their bench and at least not have that drop off. And on a light, not a night like tonight, where I felt like Fox and Sabonis and the Suns did a good job. I felt like Sabonis, they were really physical with Fox and Sabonis. I thought Fox actually deserves some more foul calls, to be honest. Um, it's crazy that the Kings shot 37 free throws, and Fox only took two of those. Ugh. The other thing I would say, too, is the Suns are one of the better teams in the league at protecting the paint, too. It, they, they're just long. They yeah. make it challenging. They're going to try to get into you. They've got multiple guys you know, up and down their roster. A Kogi can get after it. TJ Warren can get after it. Uh, Torrey Craig, you know, that that's not even including, you know, someone like Devin Booker. Like, these guys, 
usually are pretty locked in and they can make life challenging for you. Then you DeAndre Ayton has obviously great size too, who could block some shots. So it wasn't as easy inside the paint for Sacramento. I felt like they still got things done though. And when Fox and Sabonis aren't having their A game, so to speak, who else is going to step up? The bench did Malik Monk. I, I mean, he came oh, in and hit my. some huge shots. That one play where I went, no, 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 no. Me and Jason were watching the game. It was off the turnover. I'm like, no, 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 why are you launching it? And he goes in. That was a bank three. Was Remember the bank, the bank three? I think that was a bank three. You're like, are you kidding me? Uh, he takes some shots sometimes. He that makes you go, some oh passes God. that you go, oh, oh my, my God. But then he makes the play and you're like, what? Yep. Yep, or the or someone else makes him look good with it, and it, it's like, oh wow, he started with that. He's the one that created. Yeah. And Deuce, the last three minutes, I think it was like the last three minutes and thirty seconds of that third quarter, he had scored ten points in in that final three three thirty of that uh, third. And Dude. I mean, he was just that energetic boost that you needed late in that second half, and he added that. It, it's it's. I just love, again, how he responded because we saw how he played in that first half against the Knicks and then didn't see much playing time in that second half. And that can ruin a guy's confidence, especially with someone like Malik Monk who walks around with so much confidence. And then Frankie Cardicelli put out some video at practice the other day. You know, they were like making Malik Monk do push-ups or whatever. And you just felt this good vibe, this good energy of whatever was going down with them. And you just see it translate into these games with the way that they play with so much joy and they share the basketball. We haven't played this game in a oh, while. Oh, what game? If I would have told you. <laughs> oh, no. If I would have told you before this game. No. That Fox was 8 of 22. At 18 points. Sabonis had 17 points, but he only had eight rebounds. Mm -hmm. Keegan Murray gave you zero points in his minutes. And Kevin Herter had nine points. Yeah. Devin Booker had 28. And then Chris Paul had 20. Uh, excuse me. Chris Paul had 16 and 16. Yeah. And DeAndre Ayton had 22 and 12. What would you say? I would say, oh man, that's a tough loss. night for the Sacramento yeah, Kings. They lost. Tough, tough night. night. Yeah. Uh uh. Uh uh. Dude. Not with this second unit. Not with Kessler Edwards. Which, by the way, if you would have told me that Kessler Edwards had this game tonight, I'd be like, who got hurt? Right? Right. I mean, like, truly, well, that would have been my first thought. Again, this is just Mike Brown. Let's stop talking about, is he going to win coach of the year? He is coach of the year. Sean Cunningham. We love Sean. What you, did you, Sean, love, you love I, Sean, right? I love, what did my Sean say about my Mike Brown? On the Kings Beat podcast. Sean? Was saying, I don't, he's a camp. I, I want to vote for him. Oh, I'm going to pinch the shit out of Sean on Monday. One of the most ridiculous Sean takes I have ever heard in my life. Mike Brown's a coach of the year. Mike Brown has brought winning back to an organization that hasn't felt winning in 16 years. He took a team that was ranked like 25th in offense, and now they score like 125 points every single night on pace to be one of the highest scoring teams in league history, the best offensive rating in NBA history. They're clicking, they're rolling, coming out of the break, they're 8-1. It's insane, but my point is, Mike Brown ripped these guys to the media, and he definitely ripped them in the locker room. He's going to get after it with those guys. But you listen to every one of them after they got ripped. Sabonis, Herder, Barnes. They're like, yeah, this is what he does. He's held us accountable. This is our culture. I saw someone in the chat a few minutes ago, probably 10 minutes ago, and I should have wrote down the name. They're like, he's like Greg Popovich. 
No, the pop thing is 100% real, in my opinion, because he is going to get after you, and he's got standards, but he's going to love on you, too. He's going to get after every player. Yes, this is it. And something he said yesterday after practice stuck with me, and it's a story he's told before. He talked about the end of the season one year where he was with the Spurs staff, and they were having the end-of-season meetings like they do with each player. And they were talking about, oh, what are we going to do with Tim? And Greg Popovich says, I'm just going to thank him. And Brown's like, what do you mean? You're going to thank Tim Duncan? Yeah. He goes, yes, because he allows me to coach him. And Mike's point is because De'Aaron Fox allows him to coach him hard, that Demonis Sabonis allows him to coach him hard, it allows Mike to coach everybody that way. When your best players want to be great, Fox and Sabonis want to be great. When your best players want to win, those guys want to win. They will do what it takes because Mike Brown is real with them and he wants them to be great. He gives them confidence, but he also holds them accountable. He's what you want in a coach. He is the perfect coach. And I'm sorry, it is. It's it's the best hire they've had. I mean, oh, it's, yeah. it's Rick Adelman <laughs> is a Hall of Famer. Uh, I love Rick Adelman. And this is by far the best coach they've had since Rick Adelman 100%. and it's crazy how life works because Mike Brown interviewed for other jobs before this did not get them who knew if he was going to ever get a job he got a job in Sacramento and he's helped reshape the mindset of this organization it's taken everyone we talk about this mm-hmm. whole team on the floor but think about the moves Monty McNair made but Mike Brown has set a culture this team's got a soul like he wanted it is it's just amazing. I mean, honestly, hey, we talk about getting emotional tonight as Kings yeah. fans because they win 40 games. This is why, because this is what we have wanted. Just a team that loves playing basketball, plays the right way, and a coach who just loves the game. He's not a dictator. He's just a great coach. You got, but that, And this is what... <laughs> that's how every... Um, coach, boss, manager, leader should be. They should be uh, relationship-based. So then when they are going to ask for more out of you or criticize your work, being on the floor, in an office, whatever, it's not coming from a place of, this has to be better. Fear, fear, fear. Let me let me scare you so then it gets better. It's coming from a place of love and respect. And I trust that you're going to do better. That's why I'm taking this time to alter your mindset. That's why I'm taking this time to criticize your play and tell you what you need to do better. And he just does that on such a high level, which I think he has brought his entire coaching staff to that level and you have to have the right players in place and i'm not even talking about from a talent standpoint i'm even just talking about from yes exactly people that are willing to allow their minds to go places and allow their bodies to go places that they thought that they could never go you had two of your best players both dive on the floor for a basketball tonight this is nba basketball this isn't college Mike Brown brings that college shit, that type of Mm -hmm. culture to this team, to this locker room. And that is why people fight and love the hell out of, or like fight for him and love the hell out of him. 
he not only called out his team for the rebounding, which they responded with in a big way. They yeah. were out-rebounded technically by one today. But the offensive rebound, they did have the advantage in that in second chance points. He called out Fox and Sabonis for a couple of things. Mm-hmm. He wanted them to bring it more. Mm-hmm. He wanted them to talk more. They were talking. Fox brought it tonight. You can do the box score watching and go, well, he had 18 points on 8 of 22, six assists, a couple steals. The guy was so physical Everywhere. defensively. Yes. He was into it. He missed some shots tonight. He missed some good looks. They played some good defense at times. But the big shot late, what did Fox do? Fox walks the dribble into the front court. Wants Harrison Barnes to set a token screen. Fox now at the elbow. Pulls up 15-footer. He's got the bucket. The Aaron Fox off the bounce makes it 121-118. That was a big shot late by De'Aaron Fox. When they cut it to one, he comes down, calmly gets to a spot. He hasn't had a good shooting night. He doesn't give a shit. He's going to take that shot and make it. Sabonis had a couple of big buckets in the fourth quarter. But the other thing that I liked, Morgan, not only the edge that Fox is playing with, the edge that Sabonis was playing with, he was getting physical down there. He was trying to get rebounds. He was doing everything he could with guys all over him, draped all over him. There was one sequence. It's 85-83 in the third quarter. Suns have the lead. Yeah. There's a foul. Kings Malik Monk's going to the line. Sabonis brought the team together. Let's talk about this shit. They, they've closed the gap here. They've got the lead. How are we going to handle this? He asked Sabonis and Fox to be better leaders. He asked them to talk more and hold his team yes. accountable. And they're coachable. This is what makes his team special. So we're, we're getting to the point now where you're like, Around the NBA. This is a cute story. The Kings are having a good season, too. No, this team's still the number two seed. Legit. And we're in late. We're, we're in March. It's March 11th. Like, they're a good team. And they just won two back-to-back games against teams that are good. And I know they've had some fortune taking on teams that have been shorthanded. Can't hold against the Kings for staying healthy and fighting through injuries. Fox's hamstring's been bugging him. His wrist has been bugging him. Keegan's played through injury. Sabonis has played through injury. Like, these guys are... I mean, even tonight, Sabonis fell to ground. Like, his knee and ankle were bugging him. He's got the hand thing. These guys are dogs. This team is full of dogs. And I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving how they came out of the All-Star break. We all wondered, could they even stay in the top six? They're staying in the top six. This team's going to the playoffs. And this is... It's amazing. It's one thing to talk about it and to want it. It's another thing to be able to back it up. And they're backing it up in every way possible, just like Deuce was saying, playing through so many injuries, playing playing at a high level, responding to criticism, um, making the, the correct adjustments throughout this season, and then seriously since the All-Star break, understanding the importance at, of – the the last games that were ahead and they've really really have done a great job of staying focused staying locked in and pulling out a win whether it was an ugly win or I mean a not great win I guess against the Knicks I mean when I say that that's so hard to say because I still enjoyed that win in so many different ways but I understand from a locker room perspective of why you wouldn't so yeah it's on a different level uh, well, the defensive player of the uh, game chain went to Kessler Edwards. Here's how that went down in the Kings locker room after the game. Like Coach said, I want to give uh, Mezzi credit here, but um, don't ask who the chain for. Kessler. Yeah! 
feeling. Oh. By the way, G-Man was telling me. Another on three. One, two, three. Yeah. yeah. But that chain is really, really heavy. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. it. It's not. It's not plastic. That's for sure. Speaking of Kessler, Kyle Draper, Morgan Reagan had the chance to talk to him after the game. It is my pleasure right now to welcome in one of the stars of tonight's game, Kessler Edwards. Kessler, thanks for coming on with me and Mo. Uh, you got some extended minutes tonight, man. How good did that feel, and how good does this win feel? It feels great. It feels great. You know, I was kind of nervous throughout the game. It was close the whole time, but I'm glad that my coaches, um, you know, trusted me with that time down the stretch and were able to pull it out. You had that big three late, and you also had the challenge of defending Devin Booker. Tell us what that was like. Um, I, I knew it was coming. I knew if I was going to be out there, uh, I was going to have to, you know, provide that uh, for the team defensively. So uh, I just did the best I could uh, guard him. Very tough player to guard and um, kept my confidence with that three-point shot. So. Kessler, tell me about the group of guys you got on this squad, man, and what you guys are able to do. 40 wins, number two in the Western Conference. Take me behind the curtain. How much fun is this for everybody? Yeah, I mean, I joined the team late. You know, they were already rolling when I came in, but I could tell from the jump that, you know, the culture was different. Uh, these guys are, are close with each other. They play very unselfishly on the court. So, you know, I admire that about this group. Yeah, I mean, you've been around them for one month. What so far has really made this group different, made them special? I think just how much of a team they are, uh, how disciplined we are. Uh, I think it starts with uh, Coach Mike Brown, you know. He has us just playing, playing very hard every time we get out there, so probably that. Kessler, you're one of seven teams, I believe, with 40 or more wins. Mm. Uh, you know, obviously, you, you play with some stars in, in Brooklyn, but this Sacramento Kings team, to have 40 wins and be one of the top six, seven in the NBA, how does that feel? It feels good. I'm just, uh, I'm excited for playoffs. Hopefully we can keep this thing rolling um, up until then. So, yeah, I'm excited. Let me ask you one last question. You had that turnover, bro, in transition. Did you feel like you needed to make up for that thing and knock down that big three? How good was that? Yeah, I definitely did. I just tried to stay poised. You know, I, I made a couple mistakes down the stretch, but, you know, everyone's telling me just, just stay confident, and they trusted me with that, so that was all I needed. Hey, man, you hit that big three. Congrats on the win. You are a huge part of this one. Go enjoy this one now. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right, my guy, Kessler Edwards, helping. There's Kessler oh. Edwards with Kyle Draper, Morgan Reagan. That's you. That's me. On NBC Sports California after this Kings win. What a sweet dude, too. I just, I mean, I, I appreciate his, um, take. just anyone that takes the time after a game. Like, I always think about the guys that come up the mm. stairs after a game. I think I asked Keegan, I'm like, coming up, those stairs after a game hard. No, we always do stairs. Yeah, I'm just like super excited. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, okay. We need us. We have not done this yet. What? Let's give a huge thank you to everyone watching us live late on a Saturday night. Appreciate you guys being here so 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 much, experiencing this tonight with us. Forty wins for the Sacramento Kings. If you haven't yet, make sure to hit the thumbs up button. We should be at like 600 right now. Let's hit the thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed to the channels. We chase down. 11,000 subs. You guys are the best. Shout out to all the people who have also donated tonight and who have subscribed. There's a lot of people who have become members thanks to Kenneth who donated 50 subs tonight. Wow. Let's go. Thanks, Kenneth. Appreciate uh, 
Taste the Ginger, who subscribed. Kings41. Martin became a member. Nine straight months for him. Same with Davion Fanatic. Thank you so much to Ramomar15. He donated 10 bucks, saying, Our Beam Team community is a goddamn family. Ugh, Appreciate yes. that. Thank you, Mr. Turtle. Thank you so much to Leezy, too, who's now a member. Been the member for 10 months. As we, by the way, thank you, everyone, for yeah. always supporting us. I mean, just even being here and everything. And as we continue to talk about also this fantastic community and fan base, I just want to remind, remind everyone, April 14th, circle your calendars, because that's what we always, always do now. Circle your calendars. Reminder in your phone. Reminder in your phone. Do some O. Live show. Details to come. Friday night. Friday night, baby. We're It's going to be the night before the playoffs. The night before the playoffs and all. Ooh, we might have some um, oh. beam poems. And all through the house. I might be trying to connect with the place to make some cookies and beam. <sighs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm excited for the live show. I just, yeah, we'll, we'll announce the details to it. Um, just letting you know. Sometimes I just feel like, you know, it's, it's so funny. We're looking at different venues and I'm not, yeah. This venue might be, is it big enough? The question. Oh my I God! Know. You go back and forth. I know, now. I know, I know, I do. Oh, I do. whatever. Uh, in the chat, Tim says, "Why not win 50? Well, Morgan, with 16 games to go, it's not ridiculous. You I know? know, and I think that's what's crazy. I mean, I think if <laughs> I thought best case scenario, I think I said before the season, 44, 45 wins for this group. Well, if they only won 45, that would be a beyond disappointing because that means they'd be like five and you know, 11 down the stretch. So Aye. we don't anticipate, I mean, they're going to be pushing 50 wins this year, which is just remarkable. It's just, it's flat out insane. This team has not had that. This franchise hasn't had that type of success in a long, 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 long time. What's so great about it though. It, and I think we all feel this. It's definitely not fluky. Like right. what is, in place right now with the Sacramento Kings organization is sustainable for a bright future. But the one thing I will say to everybody, and someone else said this in the uh, cowbell talk Twitter spaces I was in, they were like, hey, next year, it's not promised. Appreciate everything right now because, yes. and it's not only just about us saying over and over again, appreciate the journey, but truly like, even if the Kings were winning next year, the winning could might not feel this same way. So that's why really soak it in. I've said it. There's nothing like the come up. Put There's it on the t-shirt. Like There's it. nothing like the come up. Uh, our guy Rob Perez on Twitter put this out. Uh, Kings point scored per game since the All-Star break. <laughs> 133, 176, 124, 123, 128, uh, 134, 123, 122, and 128. They're 8-1. and one. Mm. Mm. The, mm. the, the mm. fewest amount of mm. points they've scored since the All-Star break is 122 in that win over the Knicks. Insane. I mean, truly, that is... It's, again, a high-powered offense that is playing good basketball mm. to mm. make those buckets, to put those points up. Not just shooting a shit ton of threes and crossing your fingers. Truly, what they are doing to execute on the offensive end is incredible. And I think we haven't even mentioned him, but Harrison Barnes, 
leading scorer, 19 points tonight. Just a little well, silent yeah, 19 what? points. We didn't really talk about the starters because I, I thought even you know Fox <laughs> and Sabonis had some big moments still in this game. But you're right. Harrison Barnes had 19 points, 6 rebounds, 6 of 10 shooting. He got to the free throw line 6 times, made all of them. So... Uh, yeah, major love to HB tonight. And looking at the standings, the Kings are still in that number two spot. Memphis did win tonight. They were shorthanded. So was Dallas playing without Luka and Kyrie. Uh, the Kings still ahead of the Memphis Grizzlies at that point. And with the win over the Suns, that's significant. The Kings gain a game. So they now have a three and a half game lead on the Suns. And you look at the loss column, they've got 26 losses. The Suns have 30. The Clippers, like, they're not going to catch the Kings now. I mean, they're not. The, ki the Kings have the tiebreaker, and you look at the loss column, 26 versus 33. The Warriors, they won tonight. They came back and rallied to beat the shorthanded Bucks, playing without Giannis. Steph Curry was magical down the stretch. Um, they Kings have a six-game lead on them. So right now, it's like they're going to be battling. Take care of business. They should be in the top three or four. Is it weird that it, it, just looking at the standings makes me emotional? Like, I actually feel so many feelings looking at this and I like smile from ear to ear. And even Kyle Draper, when we went over the Western conference standing, he's like, you are so giddy. Why are you, this is on live TV. Why are you smiling? I'm like, we don't see this. We don't ever see this. And this is just insane to actually have it on paper, on the internet, on a graphic, whatever in front of my face saying, Oh, your team that you not only cover, but you've been a fan of since forever. Is this good? Is this good now? Oh, oh, yeah. It's something else. Will Z has this stat too, according to Lee Adams in the chat. The Kings had 10 steals tonight. It's the 15th time. They've had 10 plus steals in the game. They are 14 and one mm. in those games. We should also note the guy who led the Kings in steals tonight. Who do you think that is, Morgan Reagan? Ooh, was it Chemezi? Chemezi Metu had... Hey! Deuces, yes, he double had checking. Yep. Chemezi Metu had three. Malik Monk had two. Kessler Edwards had one. In the starting lineup, Fox had two. Sabonis had two as well. Um, go ahead. One other thing I was going to say, because we mentioned De'Aaron Fox getting up and you know playing some intense defense, but how about right from the start, De'Aaron Fox getting up in Chris Paul and forcing him to call a timeout right after he passed half court. Yeah. Smiling back at the King's bench. Chris Paul was like smiling back at the Chris King's Paul's bench. Chris like, like, when was the last time I got picked up full court like this? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, Doug Christie, King's assistant coach, Doug. Yeah. Uh, he was G-Man's coach's interview before the oh. game. And that's one thing Doug said is like, well, Chris Paul, we need to pick him up. The Ugh. whole way. We need to pick him up. And the Kings did that. Love it. Set the tone. You got to play physical. Got to play with an edge. Let's kick things off. Uh with Discord and Twitter Spaces. Let's start with Ross, a.k.a. Keegan Purry. What's up, Ross? What's up, my friends? How you doing, Long man? Long time, no talk. Dude, I know. I've missed your Luke Walton oh, voice. <laughs> you know what? I'm wonderful, man. I I don't have a lot on the basketball side. I just wanted to call and give you guys props for such a great platform. And uh, the radio show, you guys are doing an insane job. Um, I was curious how it was going to translate because it's, you know, it's a little different vibe at night. It's very like free flowing and relaxed and you guys are just absolutely. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Killing it, just, you know, pure entertainment, you know, it's just wonderful vibes. I just wanted to give you guys a big shout out for that. I'm glad you say that because Thanks. we don't feel like that all the time. So thank you so yeah. much to be honest. Oh, no, no, 100%, man. It's, it's, I get the same vibes. I turn the radio on, I'm driving around. It's, it's great stuff. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that, man. 40 wins, yeah. 40 wins. We were talking to you last couple of years during some of the dark days. Um, <laughs> This feels surreal to you. Yeah, it, it's pretty nuts. Uh, I'm actually trying to the last time I called, and I think it was about maybe 30 games ago was that Phoenix game that we lost. And um, we were kind of like battling down the stretch in the fourth quarter, and they just kind of pulled away. And we were having that conversation saying, you know, this team has has everything you need it to. Um, they're playing the right way, whether they're down or up. They're playing one possession at a time. And, you know, keep our heads up because this is what good basketball looks like. And the teams that are beating us are the ones with this chemistry and synergy, and we just don't have it yet. And we said, who knows, maybe it'll be a the end of the year, maybe it'll be a two years, but we're building towards something. And I'm blown away how fast it kind of has come together. And the last 10 games, it just seems like it's a huge, like enormous game saying like, this is the biggest game we've had in 15 years. And they have yet to like slip up. So I have no clue what the ceiling is on this team. Yeah. It's, it's wild to see something that Kings film room just put out there too, is that they put up 128 points tonight. Yeah. And they didn't even have a 20 point score, which just shows you like how potent this is and how like to your point, Ross, like, how fast has this come together, the jump, to go from how ugly it was offensively this year? Of course, there's different pieces, but, you know, it's like they bought in. It's just dynamic. They're, they're so explosive. And you know what? Um, it's kind of funny that stat came up because the thing I was thinking is um, 
we're at the luxury at this point where it uh, Fox and Sabonis just aren't having bad games anymore. Um, I was trying to, you know, I was going to go back and look at stats and think when did Sabonis have a bad game recently? And I was, it's going to take me 30, 40 games digging back, and it's probably been 20 for Fox. And that's kind of what you get with these great teams. You know, your superstars, you don't have to wonder whether they're going to show up. You just, if the other guys show up, you know, it's an easy win. And if they don't show up, it's going to be a battle. And um, Sabonis more than anybody. I mean, Fox is, wow. I, I always think back to, you know, my criticism towards the end of last year, his defense. You know, you know, can he pick up his three-point shooting? You guys said he got mid-range game for, for sure. I said, is that enough, though? And, you know, I'm a diehard fan. I've been I've been watching 30 years, so it's not like I was going anywhere. It was just a healthy basketball criticism. Yeah. And credit to Fox. He just needed a GM to step in and give him the pieces. And, you know, McNair unlocked him. It's beautiful to see. Yeah. Well, Ross, I appreciate you checking in, man. It's been too long. So thanks thanks for calling, man. Thanks, yeah, you too. Appreciate the, the platform, man. All right, there's uh, our guy Ross checking in, and yeah, um, her I, Monty definitely unlocked it by like getting the Herder and Monk, and of course a bonus Keegan, all those guys. But Mike Brown tapped that's, into something too. That's it. That's what Ross was just basically saying, like saying he unlocked him, and we talk about this all the time: guys going to different teams, finding different situations that. Um, work for them and sometimes it is the pieces around them and other times it's just being paired up with the right type of coach i mean look at someone like josh hart and him being in with tibbs in the new york knicks system and what he's been able to do there it's 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 so cool that De'Aaron fox needed that extra love not only the pieces around him but that extra love that extra basketball loving high iq coach that could bring something different out of him. Donald in the chat says, remember when Fox hugged Sabonis when they hmm. won their first game together because he knew it was the start of something big. Yeah, I, I feel like that picture needs to be framed and put behind us. There was that Minnesota game, and there was a clear, that hug was like a clear sign of like, thank you, I got some help. Yeah, no, it's like yeah. an iconic iconic moment uh in king's history and that that's the other thing you think about that moment now think about this team we'll always remember this team in this season because it was the first team that broke that playoff drought mm -hmm. and how special is it that it's not one of those times where it's like oh yeah monty mcnair is just gonna grab uh rondo at the trade deadline and they're gonna do get rudy gay and do everything they can to just like try uh, to get into the playoffs limp into the playoffs no this is the real deal type of special feeling team that is going to break that drought and that is what makes it that much better Appreciate you guys still riding with us tonight. Make sure mm. you hit the thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed as well. Uh, let's go to Discord real fast. Check in with our guy, Manny. What's up, Manny? What's up, hey guys? Look at you guys. Yeah. This is so awesome to see, man. I'm loving the excitement from everybody from the city. It's, it's just a foregone conclusion at this point, right? Playoffs are going to come. And it's like you said, it's like it's not limping into the playoffs. It's not, you know, backing into the playoffs. It's full force. 
a bona fide, awesome team to watch, and everybody on this team is likable. Yeah. And that's the greatest thing, man. It's like there's nobody that's not buying in. There's nobody on the bench that's not standing up almost every game. Like sometimes you play 20 minutes. Some guys sometimes play 10 minutes. And not that they don't care because they obviously do. They're competitive players. But they're so invested in buying into Mike Brown. That's all they care about. The being that's a that's such a great point. Having so many likable players. It's not even about having these huge personalities and being like, oh, no. this guy would do great on a commercial, or this guy is great because of how he connects with the city. It's truly like they treat they seem to treat each other well on and off the court because how else would you see them enjoy and respect each other like they do on the floor and you talk about going down the bench and you have guys like Rashawn Holmes who his life turned upside down and his role completely changed in the NBA and some people would be like yeah but he's he's making all that money so who cares he's still laughing to the bank it doesn't matter if you're a competitor and I I'm talking not even in just sports I'm just talking about in anything in life and you you love what you do you you don't you don't want to be at the bottom of the totem pole you want to find a way to still be elite and i and i know rashawn holmes has that mentality so for him to buy in like this manny has just been incredible i mean think about it. like i think sometimes people forget like everybody that's on an nba team i don't care if it's the first man or the 15th man they were the man somewhere at some point in their careers. You just were. You were either the best player on your high school team, you were one of the top five players on your college team, and now you're in the NBA, right? The pinnacle of all look of, of the sport. And I'm sure it's humbling for a bunch of the guys, right? It's it's an adjustment that you're not but you get an organization like Sacramento is right now. You get a coach like Mike Brown is right now. And you realize that you might have a role some nights and might not have a no other nights, but you're buying into the whole grand scheme of things. And that's hard to do. There's a lot of egos involved, personalities involved. And it's hard, to, like you said, no matter what happens here on fourth, this team is a special team regardless. I don't, and I want, I want fan, look, look at me. I'm a Bulls fan, right? And I'm bought into this team. And I, I've been a fan of SAC for a while, but like I'm really bought into this oh. team as an outsider and it's not just because they're winning it's the way that they're winning it's mm -hmm. these guys who they are as a basketball fan just in general i mean if they go to the playoffs and i'm not trying to jinx or anything but like even if they were to lose in the first round like how could you be disappointed in in the way that they've played and the, the effort that they've given like it doesn't matter like whatever happens happens but this is the year of all years preach Preach. Preach, Manny, Manny. Thanks for checking in as always, dude. And just tell um tell Billy Donovan to like really tank that game. Was it next week when the Kings play the Bulls <laughs> or whenever that is? I'm actually gonna be, I'm not gonna lie. I'm rooting for the Kings that game. And that's hey. blasphemy. That is such blasphemy. No, it's not. I mean, your team's not doing it. I mean, what's your team doing? Right? But it's still, even if if the Bulls, I've I've seen the Bill Cartwright coach era where they were horrible. And I still rooted, but like yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm here with you guys on the ride. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's go as far as we can go. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that Thanks, so guys. much. Love man. you guys. All right, love you too, Manny.
best. He is the best. Uh, Off Topic says, my anxiety is growing with every game, but in a good way. This feels so good, enjoying the ride. Yeah, it's it got a little intense tonight. The way it was tracking at one point, I'm like, oh, no. Is this going to be like the, the Clippers game? Mm. Like, are we headed? If you think this gives oh. you anxiety, oh, buckle just up. wait till the playoffs. I don't know if I'm ready for this. Yeah. We're, I, we're, Sacramento, we... We don't have experience. It's hey, been a minute. It's like being new parents. It's a playoff birth. And it, no, it's not spelt the same way. Um, but it's, you just. It should be, though. We've it should be. That, we, right? we definitely have. But my point is, is, you know, people always say this to first time parents is like, you don't know what to feel or how you're going to feel <laughs> or what to do, but you just do. Yeah. You just do. And I think for us as fans, as we continue on this journey and we see this playoff berth and we experience the first game, whether it's pure joy or um, fear, sadness, competitive, all of the above, whatever emotions we might feel, like just make sure you're staying healthy is what I'll have to say. Like drink your water and make sure that you're breathing during those moments, all the moments. Live in the chest as I passed out. In the arena at the Kings Mavs overtime when I don't know what will happen to me during the playoffs. Wait, did that really happen? Oh man. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, uh, let's check in with Keith Judd. What is up, Keith? And by the way, Liv says, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I need more details. Hey Keith, are you there? Hey, we are here. Oh, how's it's it going, dude? It's, it's, it's a we. Who's with you, my man? I'm here with uh, three of my friends. We're all from Sacramento. We took the trip down here to Phoenix for the weekend. We're seeing some spring training, and also, yeah, we're in the building at the game tonight. And uh, yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. hell yeah, yeah. And we just wanted to say that, um, you yeah, know, the vibe was not anywhere close to Golden One Center. Let me tell you that. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that's, like, that doesn't surprise me at all. What was it, dude? I remember I listening late in the fourth quarter. What did you hear on the TV broadcast, Morgan? You heard the heard light the beam light chant. Beams. I heard some light the beams. I heard yeah, we were we were starting some light the beams up in the upper deck. But um, what's also hilarious is that um, you know, it seemed like the sentiment was that uh, a lot of Suns fans wish they had Sabonis over DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. Which was, they were uh, talking about the last trade deadline how they wish they traded Ayton for Sabonis. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, and that was something they were trying to do. Yeah. There were some other teams. The they Warriors were. had some interest in Sabonis for a second. So, yeah, I mean. Everyone wishes they had a little piece of Sabonis, but he's ours, and we're very lucky to have him. Um, How would you guys feel knowing that it was the 40th win when you were watching this one? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we've been waiting for this 40th win. We've been waiting for this 40th win, and one of our uh, buddies that's here actually works with um, the, the guy, guy of legend, 40th win. 40th win. So um, we're kind of trying to get yeah that perspective in a few days when we get back to Sacramento. Just to Hell yeah! See how he's feeling. <laughs> we, well, we actually yeah. had—I don't know if you when you guys tuned in—we actually had the, all three of them on earlier. We we watched the replay of that actually cool, just cool. now. Yeah, um, before we turned on the podcast. So, so what do you what are you guys doing tonight? Uh, we're just back at our Airbnb, and we're actually going to the World Baseball Classic tomorrow. Hell so yeah. Have, yeah, USA, like, Mexico. Yeah, USA, Mexico. Going to have a day in Scottsdale before, uh, yeah, just uh, going to that game. Dude. But we did have a question. Oh, we legit, yeah, we did have a yeah. question about the game. Um, so we were sort of worried about Keegan. Sort of, sort of worried about his playing time. What's going on with 
why he was he didn't play very much. Kessler kind of took his minutes. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm not there, so I, I don't. I, I'm just going by what I saw, and you know, Keegan. Yeah. You know, his, his second stint in the second half was much better. I felt like he had a couple of nice defensive plays, including one block, uh, help side block. But you know, just watching how Mike coaches, it seems like with Keegan, he's very much like you're a rookie, and we're giving you an opportunity. If you're doing everything that we need you to do. Uh, defensively, you're making the right rotations. You're yeah. communicating well. You're knocking down your shots. You're going to play mi- big minutes. But if you're not defending and we're making it a point to defend well right now, like if you're if, if you're not able to defend Devin Booker tonight, we have to go somewhere else. You guys, it's it's the little things that and what that's what I think one of the best things about Mike Brown's it Mike Brown is is that he is so detail oriented and if you are not executing the little things, those are the things that matter most to him. And I think for Keegan Murray, don't be please, I promise you, do not be worried. But what I do love is that you're seeing someone like Kessler Edwards step up tonight and maybe those type of moments seeing him excel, it's it's healthy competition, right? Where it just kind of lights a little fire under his ass and go, okay, he was out there doing the extra things. I need to make sure I'm doing that night in and night out. Yeah, I think Brown made my right choice, but it was just crazy to me that Chris Paul was defending him on the offensive end. And he didn't, he wasn't like asking for the ball or anything. Like, Yeah, and see, and that's part of it, right? That's part of his yeah, maturation. Know, and dude, I, I've said this before, the, this is, he's in such a great position right now. Like he is getting valuable time on a good team surrounded by guys that want to share the ball and play the right way and having a coach that wants him to be better. He's he's challenged Keegan many times as he challenges all the players. So yeah, I mean, we have to, I know it's hard sometimes Keegan's a rookie, you know, and he's got to start a lot of games this year. And tonight was a game where it wasn't his night. And the good news is the Kings have other guys that they can go down to the bench and, and get a win. Mike is going to do, here's where I look at it. Fox and Sabonis are playing. Those are the guys who are absolutely playing no matter what, because those are the guys. Yeah. After that, you better bring it. I mean, we saw we saw a stretch where Kevin Herter was playing like 18, 19 minutes. Hell, what Kevin Herter tonight played 19 minutes. Wow. And there was he, times, and, but he had a huge night the other night. But you know? I was even gonna say there's times tonight where he even seemed solid, but he, Maybe Mike Brown just was like, what you're doing right now isn't enough for no, me to leave you in. It's also, he just wants to go with what's hot. He's yeah. going by what the game. Okay, yep. do we need more rebounding? Do we need more defense? Oh, like, definitely. It's tough sometimes as a coach. You got to pick and Kessler choose what you have. five rebounds in like three minutes. Right. Dude, yeah, and that was a point of emphasis, right? Like, go after and be physical, get rebounds, and Kessler came in and did that. So Especially after that Knicks game. Exactly, dude. He ripped them to the media, and I can guarantee you he destroyed them in the locker room. Like, if he was that vocal with the media, (laughs) uh, I I would love to see what it was like when Mike Brown went in that locker room after the game because I can tell you, he he gets hot, man. He gets hot. You could, when he was talking to the media, his voice was shaky that night. Like, (laughs) re watching it, you could tell he was really bugged by it. So, yeah. Um, no, I, yeah, I, Keegan will be fine though. I, Hey, I appreciate you guys checking in. Enjoy the world baseball classic. Yeah. I'm so glad you guys got to see that tonight, man. All right. Yeah. Guys, light, the, light the beam. Light, light the, the beam. beam. Appreciate you guys so much, man. Thank you. Shout Bye-bye. out to Keith and his friends. So cool. Scottsdale stand up. I was thinking about Arizona today. I was like, man, 
Why? It feels like I think it's because it's been raining so much in Sacramento that when I saw I was putting together a graphic tonight for King Sons for our podcast that we didn't end up using because I changed it out. I did the 41 graphic instead. There we go. Yeah. I make graphics too. Deuce Mason, talented, multi-talented. Wait. Mike, lighting, presentation, charisma, Riz, Wait. Riz. Wait, you're graphics. acting like I, I didn't. I, I, I didn't say you didn't do anything. I'm just giving myself credit right oh, now. Oh, got it. Just let me ha- give yeah, myself yeah. credit. Yeah, no, this is what we always anyway, do. Anyway, my sure. point was, oh, I, was looking, I was looking at Phoenix. Yeah, and I was no. like, man, come on, go there. Eh, it's I'm good. This time of year. It's probably great. Oh, I'm good. Have you been to I Phoenix, have. Scottsdale in March or April? Uh, I have. I went to spring training. Ace. We were covering the Ace. You were there? For radio. Yep, I was there. Oh, I block out that 11 months of radio we yeah, did. that was awful. That was a terrible that time in our lives. the worst time. Yeah, really um, bad. And then I was also in uh, Arizona multiple times uh, for my AU basketball tournament. But April, March, is there's nothing I, like it. No, I was there. I was also there during like a monsoon season one time, and it was, ugh, that shit gets yeah. scary. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm still, I'm good. I like Sacramento. Um, also people in the chat have been asking about Nick tonight. I gotta be honest, guys. Nick's not here. I don't know why either. I've been, I've been a little concerned about it. Should we check up on him? You want to. I mean, he always, he'll always message me random stuff, but that's why it's weird to not see him. I just hope he's okay. He's okay. Uh, Lee in the chat was talking about teams in the West with 500 road rec- above 500 road records. The Kings are the only one above 500. Wow. Denver is at 500. They're 16 and 16. Okay. Uh, the Clippers are 18 and 18. But other than that, the only team with a winning road record in the West, the Sacramento Kings. And if you want to just like really enjoy this for a second, enjoy it. Let's yeah. do it. Let's go to the full standings, east and west. Mm. Zoom Show in on em. that. Mm. Look at the mm. teams with 40 so wins. So cute. So pretty. 40 or more wins. Memphis, Sacramento, Cleveland, Philly, Denver, Boston, Milwaukee. Before the season, no one would have had those teams. as the They would not have the Kings with those teams. At this time. Of the Not year. even that, for a second. I was I was talking about that with Jason for a second. Like, before the season, if I would have been like, dude, 41 wins, you would have been like, dude, sign me up. It's what a magical year that is. That's so fun. A 40, round 500. We, I, 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 know, I didn't, I just, thought it was like, I, I truly, you know how I felt. I thought 41 would be like, wow, <laughs> shooting for the moon, land upon the mm-hmm. stars at 37. I, I truly, 418, you guys. To take this type of leap without a big name star player. Now, again, I'm saying this for before the season. Without a big name star player, you you wouldn't predict what is going on right now. There have been stars created within this season, developed. And even that, I didn't know. If that was going to happen this season, I would think like, yeah, Mike Brown has to have at least two years under his belt to to get guys to buy in and believe in him. Nope. It's it's truly incredible how fast paced this has been happening. Yeah, it's it's been magical. It really has been magical. 
Uh, let's check in. Oh, this is kind of ironic. Oh, let's go to Sean Stanfield. What's up, Sean? What's up? What's up? Let's see. Hold on a second here. Hold on. You know, Sean, we haven't done your reads. Yeah, let's do it okay. with him so he can tell us no, anything. I, <laughs> Sean doesn't care about that right now. <laughs> so, Sean, well, number one, I love all the uh, purple. A second here. It's okay. my bean. We yeah we hear your yeah there you go look at yeah. Sean's setup dude oh my How god funny. you're so legit dude um Sean forty wins yeah. man on March eleventh we're about to be March twelfth and we're losing an hour tonight but as I, I, as I said at the start I you, know you think I care about losing an hour when we lost for sixteen fucking years <laughs> yeah that was you yeah that's it's a good perfect. line huh it was a great Thank line you. yeah it was a great line props to you. Thanks. Uh, yeah, no, I was just talking with Manny, dude, Manny, Manny jumped back into the room and we were talking about Chicago and how he's on board. I mean, when he, I almost started crying when he said on Wednesday, he's going to be rooting for the Kings instead of his Chicago bulls. I mean, that's not a fair weather fan base. So pops to Manny. Yeah. Train. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's Sean. I was, I was, uh, talking about it earlier that I was like in a, a Kings Twitter space early on cowbell talk and just hearing how excited fans are you know about 40 wins but truly how excited they are about how special and magical this team is just brings me so many happy tears so many emotions what yeah no i was just yeah. i was just reflecting a little bit as you're tearing up a little bit right I, no now. i'm not tearing but up story time real fast we oh story time story time with oh. deuce mason oh because Think about this crew right here, just so people know. Oh. We, we all used to work together at one point with Sean, and so we've known Sean for a long time, but during the whole relocation saga. Oh, that will make me cry. Like talking about Seattle, and we thought the team was moving, and all the stuff that we would do, all the events. Yep. One of the funnest stories I'll never forget was once the Kings, we found out they were staying in Sacramento. Vec was buying the team, and they were staying in Sacramento. That was like 10 years ago, which is insane. Going wow. here. Um, and we... Of course, what are we doing at Cesar Chavez Park? We're drinking, we're enjoying life. We go yeah. to the Citizen up in that bar at the Citizen. And yeah. People may know this the Citizen Hotel in Sacramento across from Cesar Chavez Park. There's a bar upstairs and they have napkins signed by famous people from all over who have been at that bar. By the way, we were drinking with Mitch Richmond at that bar too. Yes. Way. That was that really was cool. Maybe like next to having Lincoln that might in my my yeah. wedding. Yeah. I don't remember much of my wedding and I don't remember <laughs> much of that night. Yeah. But I remember that was like one of the greatest nights of my life getting drunk with The Rock. Yes. So yeah. we're having drinks at the Citizen up in this bar with all these napkins on the wall. Sign so, napkins. Sign napkins. They framed so anyway, we saw a napkin that was signed by the Maloofs that night. What the hell? Like, what are the odds of the napkin being signed by the Maloofs being up there? Drunk Sean that night. And I don't care. What, are you going to get arrested? It's been yeah, 10 years. Now we it's can a napkin. It. No, who cares? The Maloofs. Drunk Sean here took the napkin off the wall. Uh, in frame. In, in frame, frame. Took it off the wall that it. night. And it was gone. It just Wait, just, and then all three of us stayed in a room yeah. at the Citizen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all bunked up together. That was amazing. Do you still have that napkin, by the way? I do. It's in the garage <laughs> with like my 50,000 Scott Pollard bobbleheads. <gasps> I, yeah. uh, I hope you, it, you, we need to show that one of these times, dude. I shoved it down my pants, right? Yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> it had the matting on there and it was stuck to the matting. I shove it down my pants and I think I walked back to the bar for a little bit. Uh, we were getting, yeah. we were all going back to the room. 
Yeah, and I remember waking up on the floor, and um, and, and like I don't know if I rolled over or whatever, <clears throat> but the napkin was there, <laughs> and 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 yeah, so. Shout out to uh, our buddy Phil, too. Got us the room. Put yeah. Us up. No, that was really yeah. cool. I'm glad yeah. you gave him a shout out 10 years later for yeah. sure. He's going, no, thanks. Um, but well, no, what was so funny about that is though, it's so poetic how that happened. Like the King celebration, they stay. We see the napkin. Sean takes the napkin. Like, you know what? Your time in Sacramento is over. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. It yeah. was... It, there's some symbolism there. oh no there was 100 that's what sean is all about and you guys i mean you think about not only that time with the fans and everything but we were part of at the time khck yep. which was one of the big platforms that was covering this relocation saga right and so part most of the time it would be deuce would be doing a show or going out on location to a big um a big press conference and then there was time sean and i sean would just like take the khdk mobile vroom, drive me the fan van yes the fan and van. we would go yeah. and i'll never forget there was a time that sean who never gets mad got livid livid with me because we were at the Capitol and I'm like, the press conference is starting now. I was about to jump out of the car you, on the road and just, did. Oh, did I jump out? I was, tell I was telling Manny this story yeah. in the green room, how the car is moving. We're going in front of, of city hall oh. and you're like, Sean, Sean. <laughs> and you straight jump out of the suburban or whatever <laughs> while we're driving. Uh, with that H4, the recorder, you're like, I gotta get it. I gotta get it. <laughs> yes. A young hilarious. broadcaster just trying to get the sound bite, huh? So, Sean, yeah. 40 wins for the first time since 05 06. By the way, 40 wins in a season that's only happened now eight times in 39 years. What have you uh, enjoyed most about this team this season? Man, you know, I, I was thinking about, um, like we think about how this is a stars league, right? We watched All Star Weekend, and it was great to see Domas and and, and De'Aaron there. I don't know how great it was to see Velvet there. He, you know, kind of kind of shit the bed. It was yeah, good to yeah. see Keegan. So we think about it being like a stars league, um, but this is a culture team, and we are we are just probably seeing the beginning of of what this culture is going to do to change this franchise for quite a long time if you think about how young they are how monty's built it mike brown i mean it, it is it's just like perfection and you said it earlier uh in the show and and morgan's we've been saying it but it's like i don't know that this could be any better than how it's unfolded and, and everybody's taking notice so you know, 40 wins is rad, but I don't think we're stopping there. And I'm not going to get greedy, but I mean, look at the next four games. We should take three or four of the next four games. We're going to be pretty close to 45 in the next five games, you know, in terms of wins. Yeah. So, you know. Confidence is well, real. But it's like. I know. It's, it's, I know it's foreign in some ways, but it's also like, guys, like, they're good. Like, it's I don't know foreign. what else you have to see. They're, they're good. And it doesn't mean they're not going to have losses. It doesn't mean that they're not going to have a letdown or they're not going to be know. perfect because they're not perfect, but they it's changing, man. It's changing <sighs> and it's fun. Yeah. And I, we saw more emotion from Fox in the, uh, the game against the Knicks than I've seen in a long time after some of his, uh, his scores in the fourth quarter, 
I mean, I mean, and he's shown more emotion, I think, this season than others. And, you know, it's exciting to see. But there is confidence. And I think it was the perfect time for the leader of this team who says openly he doesn't want to be the leader of this team, you know, go, you know, for very much longer, right? He wants the head of the snake, De'Aaron, and Domas to be the leaders of this this team. But he's showing them how to lead by example. And so I thought it was perfect. I was listening with my headphones on the other night, listening to this press conference and like in bed. And I'm like, dude, he's roasting them right now. But look at how they responded. Yeah. I mean, 65 points from the bench, right? They, um, you talk about the steals, you talk about like improve the rebounds, um, uh, turnovers. I, I, I get scared sometimes in these tight games where we don't have Murray hitting corner threes and we don't have Red Velvet hitting threes. Um, that turnovers can kill us. Uh, and they, I mean, 17 turnovers, but they had, they didn't give a lot of points on those turnovers. So, yeah. um, it's just great, man. So, yeah, kudos, to, you know, also to to you guys. I'm glad that you brought up the history that we have and the time that we were really rallying around this team for a completely different reason. Yeah. How we get to rally around them because they're so damn fun to watch and doing so well on the court. So, 19 and 13 on the road, 40 and 26 on the season. By the way, in the fourth quarter, Phoenix, um, they were held to 24 points, 40% shooting. They had six turnovers that turned into 10 Kings points. The Kings, meanwhile, added 32 points on 48% shooting. They made all six of their free throws. They also had four steals in the final. Yeah, I had written down the the free throw number. uh, Oh, 31 of 37 or whatever. Is that what? I mean, getting to the line, doing what it takes because... They could have again, and, and this is a credit to Brown too, right? Because there's a bunch of players that can shoot threes that were on the floor tonight. Murray and 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 Kevin weren't on the floor as much tonight, but there's other guys that could have just been jacking up threes and they were getting into the paint, drawing fouls, and it wasn't just Barnes. We know Barnes does that a lot, Domas does that a lot, but everybody was making a point to get into the paint, draw fouls, and they hit their shots from the line. So I don't, I don't see – when you play like that against a team like that, even without – it's scary to think what they're going to be like when Durant is healthy. I don't think we're going to see him uh, on the 24th. I don't think he'll be no, back. No, no. I mean, we yeah. who knows? I mean, you say if healthy, it's like – it's tough with Durant, man. I mean, we, we talk about other guys being hurt all the time. This guy's hurt all the time now. He is. And he's been through a lot. And, and he's I, getting older. I, he's one of the best yeah. players. I, he's one of my favorite players of all time. But he has trouble staying healthy. And still magical when healthy. Yes. And yes. But that I hate. I feel so bad for players when we have to start saying when healthy, when healthy. But he's getting to that point, especially after like a non-contact, just kind of roll your ankle that bad Dude. during yeah. warm-ups, you know. So he jumped off of it. It's not like he just rolled it. It's I think he's still got more air than I would probably get when he rolled his ankle off of an ankle like that. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, so, um, yeah, he, they're going to be dangerous when or if, if, if healthy. But I think without saying it, because we're just enjoying this run, tonight, we didn't, nobody was saying this is a must win tonight. But if you think about being able, having an opportunity now to tie up the series against the Suns with another win at home in a little over a week or whatever, that's a pretty important game. And, it's huge. Uh, it's massive, so. especially when they're 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 trying to chase you down. Yeah, it's just wild. Like I, I I can't even grasp. I think this is what I have trouble with. I'm like, okay, it's one thing that the Kings are like going to be in the playoffs, but the fact that they're like 
They could have home court advantage. Yeah. No, what? no, that, that just, I don't even want to think. What the shit? You talk about foreign, but it also like hurts my stomach even think. I don't know. You guys, like as a kid, I used to close my eyes when they were at the free throw line <laughs> or put my Chris Weber Dada on top of our little box TV, you know, because they thought it was good luck because they won when I did that the first time. Even tonight, I, when we were going to talk to 40 wins guy, I, Sean, I would not. I would not send him the Zoom link to connect with us until I knew the Kings were going to win. Because I was like, I'm not going to jinx right, 40 wins. Right. So my point is, we're, right. like, how am I even going to watch? How am I going to be able to watch? Yeah, you should have had faith because those guys didn't jinx it at Oracle in the That's summer. Or not Oracle, whatever Chase, they call it now. Yeah. Chase. So... So yeah, but I, I I get it. I mean, I've said fuck it, light the beam a little early the last couple of Oof. nights. But you know what? I mean, look, they're saying it. They're I, screaming it in Phoenix. Well, here's a question. Here's a question. Let's let's yeah. be real about this. Yeah. When was the last time the fans chanted light the beam and the Kings lost? It hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened. The light the beam chants they have never lost when they have chanted light the beam. Oh, so I, let it keep rolling. Oh. There you I mean, go. I, I may stay up until Monday just going through the tape to verify. <laughs> I, mean, I owe that. I owe that to you guys. Oh, man. Listen, uh, last thing I'll just say is that we've always said, and we know this, you, the three of us know this, the people listening know this, that, you know, 680 watching, you know, we have the best fans in the NBA oh, and yeah. some of the best fans in all of sports in Sacramento. Um you guys have amazing fans and i'm so stoked that wherever you guys go now you know and, and, and i don't know you guys are always somewhere right like you either you know you're either at the station a game stockton you know maybe a coffee shop every once in a while but people love you and we can't we can't like you see it everywhere with their shirts and you know uh, so congratulations thanks, thanks to you dude guys. no we appreciate your support man you've you know, you've you've heard me. We've t I've talked to Sean a lot off, yeah. Stream. This isn't the only place we talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> off stream. But um, yeah, about like when we were first like relaunching the podcast again, like during the pandemic, about like, dude, I think we could do this. We could do that. Like, oh, uh, and he was always so supportive, a great sounding board, helping with tech stuff. Just he's been awesome. Always so. empowered us to yeah. just keep pushing and doing this. So um. I mean, thank you for everything, Sean. You're welcome. And you guys are, are, are paying it forward now too, right? Because you've got Chris and Frank, and I told you, you have Pernille on. Yeah. You have all the people that you highlight, whether it's even the 40 wins guys, you know, that are now back for their swan song, you know, that they called it. Uh, so that's really exciting to see too. That's, that's my time. Thank you guys. Uh, you know, uh, light the beam. Sleep and, beams, man. Sleep beams, yes, Sean. Yeah, Sleep beams. <laughs> Sleep beams. Why not, dude? All right. There's, All right, there's, there's our buddy Sean. Yeah. Why Sean. Not? Guaranteed rate. Rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. I wasn't going to make that ad, but he was just on, so you might as well. Uh, if you need to buy a house, hit him up. He's a man. Rate. He's the best. And there. Now you got to see Now, his now face. you see how big of a Kings fan he is, too. Yeah. <laughs> you see how big of a Kings fan he is, but on top of that, you ever need help with houses? That's how he records things yeah. and send them off to you, too. He's so. insane. He's yeah. insane. Um, make sure if you're still in the chat, we've got a lot of people here. Hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed, too. Appreciate all the new subs. We're closing in on 11,000. That's amazing. Um, let's keep the thumbs up going. Dude. Wow. There was something I wanted to say. Specific player? Oh, something Sean was saying. Oh, I don't know. Oh, just like, yeah, what he was just saying about all the... 
Yeah, the fans are amazing. You guys are amazing. Like I was, at, I was at co-op today, and this guy turned around, Surge, my guy Surge, and he's like, "Hey, Deuce, like, I'm like, oh hi, what's up?" He goes, "I watch you guys on YouTube all the time." And he was like, "So, so freaking nice," and I want to give him a shout out. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah, dude. no, there's less, the, the amount of people that are say stuff to us now, like, "Oh, I love your guys' show. I love the podcast, Night Show." I'm like, "Oh, oh my god, this is crazy. This is amazing," and I, it just it feels great that. This community has grown so much, and it just goes to shoot like the pride in this team right now. Yes, like people are into this team. No, it is. It's truly something else when um everyone is just like, you know, it's not even about like, hey Morgan, it's just light the beam. Yes, <laughs> I, that is that. my favorite thing that people will scream right now at me. And um, please keep it up. Let's go to uh, another sixteen-year-old who listens to the show, Jask Karn. What's up, Jask? Yo, what's up, dude? Hello? Hey. Oh, I got back from Reading. I just I was both just watching the game for like only three minutes till I heard someone say we got forty wins. Yeah, how'd that feel? That was, I um man, I'm happy, bro. Um, I know for uh, to be honest, I thought Fox was supposed to have a good game, but then it happened. At least had eighteen points. But all I want to say is, Edwards, man, Edwards stepped up a lot, man. I want to give him props for sure, and. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that was a at first a trade happened. I was like, how I think he's gonna most in my first fight. I thought he's gonna play in the G League, but since then he stepped up a lot. He and him with Davion, I check. Uh, there was a stat of him and Davion uh, against Booker. He was one for six. So yeah, what a dog! What <laughs> a dog! Um, Jaskarn. So you are sixteen. So this is the first time in your life that the Kings have won forty games. Yep. Dude, that's, that's think, so Morin, think except about what he for just my said. parents, except for my parents. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I think the amount of people I heard tonight being like, yeah, the last time the Kings made the playoffs, like I couldn't even drink alcohol. Or, I was at the last playoff game. I know. I, I think I knew I that. Have, I told that story. Yeah. I was times. like 2006 Kings Spurs. There we go. I was watching your um, 1140 podcast when you were talking about that. See, you haven't oh. mentioned it. I have mentioned that. Okay. Yeah, there you All go. Right. Yeah. Well, hey, dude, I'm glad you're enjoying it, man. I hope d- you're 16. You're in your prime. Ugh. I hope you're just enjoying this moment. Like, because I was your age. Uh, this is the first time I'm saying this. So I was your age once, and the Kings were good, and then they were bad for 16 fucking years. Okay. <laughs> so enjoy, enjoy this, okay? Hey, man, I don't give a shit who people. Who- Bandwagon is. I don't give. A, I don't give a fuck. Okay. Who okay. Don't start cussing a- because I cussed. Okay. I'm okay, an adult. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't care. I don't care because those fans who bandwagon who left the Warriors just to bandwagon them need to stay on that side for real. I mean, y'all y'all left us and I we stayed here. We put. We, I don't care. Yeah. Well. I, yeah. Forget them. Enjoy the ride, sleep man. Jazz guard. Sleep beams. All right. Yeah, sure. I hope y'all have a great night. Yeah, we you too. We will. We will. <laughs> Dude, just bringing out the worst I know, in our, I our young, our sorry. young fellas I'm out sorry. there, huh? That's that's my bad. I'm that's joking my bad. with you. Yeah, I mean, let's get to the dog of the the, the game then. Ooh, oh, here are my options. Okay. Who was your dog of the game? Wow, nearly twelve hundred votes. My goodness, you guys are insane. Okay, now the options. Okay, Kessler. Mm-hmm. The whole bench. Oh, I like it. Or Kings fans. I like Kessler Edwards being that dog of the game. I think um, 
it wasn't even so much of a, I think it was a surprise to the extent that he made an impact, but it wasn't a surprise that he was capable of making an impact. And even like he was just saying, when he came over in that trade, you know, we talked about it for a little bit. And when we talked about it live too, when yeah. we were on and we were like, um, you know, low risk move. And then watching some of his highlights, I was like, deuce, this guy has something. It just goes, when is he going to play? Where is he going to play? And he's finding a small role for himself. He was a dog tonight. Absolutely. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, stop. By the way, I got many messages from people saying, I like your bark, Deuce. No, they don't. YouTube comments. It See, I actually look at the YouTube cringy. comments. It's yeah. Like, it makes me like, ugh. Uh, Patrick in the chest says, thanks for the show. It makes slow nights at work enjoyable. Go Kings. Mad props hey. live chat. Yeah, dude, the live chat has been incredible tonight. You guys are awesome. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, Clint says, Deuce is inspiring today's youth with F-bombs. My bad. Can we be honest? I mean, the world cusses, you yeah, know, yeah. so they like, our 16-year-olds should know about. They do. Yeah. Um. So, you know what's next for the Sacramento Kings? What's next? A matchup with the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Giannis did not play tonight in their game against the Golden State Warriors. I believe it was Lake Soreness or something like that. And the Warriors got the win. They won in overtime, and yeah. it was a pretty epic comeback by them. Like, it was not, it, I mean. They had to work. I think the Warriors were down eight in the final, like, two minutes of the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was 105-97. With 2.43 to go in the fourth quarter. And, of course, Curry then hits a three, another three, a layup, another three. I mean, this guy is absurd. <laughs> Can't count The funniest out. thing was at the end of regulation, because we had two screens on. Okay. At the studio. We had the Kings game on, and this game, uh, the Warriors-Bucks on the other one. And the final possession, uh, Draymond Green took the three for a chance to win it and missed it. Could have given it back to Steph, I think. I think he could have, but he was open, so he took it and missed it. Are you sure your biases aren't creeping through no, on that all. analysis? Okay. No, I'm I'm being serious. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, in the game, by the way, Steph Curry had 36 points in the win. He was pretty epic down the stretch, as I mentioned. But let's focus in on the Bucks. So no Giannis tonight. Wow, they didn't have a 20 point score, much like the Kings. Yeah, I mean, pretty wow. pr some pretty high even scoring from some of those guys, though. Yeah, Middleton with 19 points, 7 to 14. Bobby Portis with 15 and 13. Yeah. He's a problem. 19 points, 7 rebounds, 5 blocks for Brooke Lopez. Drew Holiday at 18 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists. Giannis, I don't know if he's going to play coming up on Monday, but obviously this is the team with the best record in the NBA right now. Um it's a pretty damn talented team. And I saw Bobby Marks put out something today about Brooke Lopez. Being the defensive player of the year There's nominee. There's some buzz about him as defensive player as of the year. His be. career arc is pretty wild. Anyway, a couple of quick hitters from Bobby Marks per second spectrum. Brooke Lopez leads the NBA in total blocks and total contested shots. Ranks in the top five in field goal percentage allowed in the paint as a contesting defender. So mm. it's going to be challenging inside the paint, especially if Giannis is back. The other thing with the Bucs, I mentioned this tonight on NBC Sports California when I made my brief cameo. Yeah, it was um, 50 seconds. 
Is that what it was? Yeah. Was there an issue with that? No, Why do you know it, that? Well, it's funny because... <laughs> 50 seconds is not we, long. No, I don't think so either, but it was hilarious because... Did uh, Draper say something? <laughs> Did Drape say something <laughs> about my hit? He goes, because we only had two and a half left in the final block. And he was like, 50 seconds. I was like, yeah, let's punch him in the face. That's what I said about you. And then I was like, why is Anthony only letting me do 30 to 45 seconds? Okay. I get cut. Let's also Why talk about cut? that I added more in my Kings Bucks preview Ooh. than, let's be honest, you guys would have added. Ooh. Because what did I drop in there? The Kings Here have go. lost 13 in a row to the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm. The Kings are ending one streak this year, and that's their playoff drought streak. 16 years, it's going to be all over. They need to end the streak against the Bucks. The last time the Kings beat Milwaukee, you have to go back to the 2015-16 season. It's pretty insane because in that game, DeMarcus Cousins did not play. Oh. Giannis was on the Bucks. He was in his third season. He had not been an all-star yet. Yes. So the last time the Kings beat the Bucks, Giannis was not even an all-star. That was the 2015-16 season. Obviously, the Bucs have been awesome over the years. Sure. They won a championship. Giannis is amazing. I'm excited for that game on a Monday night, though. It's another good test. You talk Well, that's what I was going to say. You talk about a tough matchup, but how fun is it to have a test like this at the end of the season when your team has really developed into what they seem like they can be in the postseason, which is yeah. a really good NBA basketball team, right? Um, well, if you played them in the beginning of the season – you're not sure what you are, you know, you're still, well, I mean, and obviously like they have, they played them this year and they lost. Was that in Milwaukee? Well, I don't even remember them playing the Bucks this year. I think, I know they I did, think that but happened I just, I in don't, Milwaukee. I, I, I don't feel like Milwaukee ever goes well for the, for the Kings. I think it happened on a road trip. It did. They lost by 13 and it, it was not even that close. Okay. So, so anyway, my point is, it's like now your team is so much more, of themselves like they have an identity um they they know how to adjust when challenges are thrown at them so we talk about this being a test and we say that almost every time every road trip every stretch but this game specifically is absolutely that type of test i'm ready for it yeah oh you're ready. i am you are i'm okay. personally ready for what about it? when brooke lopez comes up and goes bop or contests your shot alters your shot Alters their yeah, it's offense. gonna be tough. I, I know. I'm, I'm curious scared. if Giannis plays because the um, they play the Suns the next night. So oh. second half of back to back, does he sit against the Kings? But he had a game off tonight. I don't know, and I don't know how serious the injury is. I mean, it, he he was announced this morning he was not going to play against Golden State hmm. on an ABC game, and you know I know uh, that obviously ABC was hoping Giannis was going to play. I obviously. think the league was like, yeah, we can. It's Steph and Giannis. They were promoting it as of this morning like crazy with graphics i'm sure they wanted both those guys mic'd up and ready to go they didn't get that so yeah it's i mean it's gonna be tough but like this is what you want man you want to see how this king's team who's playing well out of the break i want Giannis to play i i don't I want do to i want to see how they handle Giannis and and brooke lopez yeah. i want to see how they handle well, chris middleton and drew holiday's defense this team could defend they could block shots. Giannis, you don't have anyone who can guard him. It's going to be tough. I mean, you saw Bobby Portis's stat line, right? Yeah. It was like, I mean, 13 rebounds or whatever it was, too. No, it's absolutely going to be tough. And I think there was a moment there that I wanted the Kings at the end of the season. And it's like, 
I'm fine with so-and-so sitting out. I just want the W. I just want the W. You have the W's you need to be in the playoffs. So now, now let's try and go up against some of these tough teams with all their players healthy so you can really test out what you got. Appreciate you guys so much for hanging out with us tonight. Um, I, I noticed we get some new faces in here, which is always fun. Jorge, what a joke this chat is. Relax. It's just a game. So, Jorge, I know you're new in here. Just so you know, it's you, Sacramento is not like your other NBA markets, man. So you may be like, why are they freaking out over 40 wins? We've been on for almost two hours now talking about this, and I'm saying this for the seventh time. The Kings have 40 wins right now with 16 to play. In their 39-year history in Sacramento, this is the eighth time they have reached the 40-win mark. Think about that. Think about watching season after season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you wonder why, why do Kings fans get excited about a 40th win of a season? No, it's not because we we're like, oh, we don't get it. Wins what, the number. We just like wins. We understand it's it's forty wins is just one step. But when you have not made the playoffs in sixteen consecutive seasons, when your town is thirsty for competitive basketball, seeing thirsty. fun basketball, and finally seeing a winning team after all these years, that's why fans are excited. Like that's what it is. So I don't know who you root for. I don't know what city you're in, whatever. But it's different. And to be completely honest, you probably wish you were part of this instead because you sound miserable. The beam welcomes all, all nice people at least. Disagree. <laughs> Disagree. Uh, um, final uh, thoughts on this one, Morgan. I feel like we hit all aspects of the game. Yeah. Um, I would say I am surprised since the all-star break i am surprised game by game there's always an element of surprise and whether that's as simple as an individual like kessler edwards getting some time and being efficient with his time or the team as a whole executes something on a high level that i'm like oh shit haven't seen that before it just uh it's it's cool to see a team develop right in front of your eyes but at this pace is something is something special yeah the approach out of the break and you know we we heard that clip from terrence davis talking about what he was thinking about and visualizing during the all-star break and other players talking about like brown was explained to them how the all-star post all-star break play is just different like Teams are more ready to go. They're yep. going to be more physical. They're fighting for playoff positioning. It's easy to get to this point. How are you going to respond out of it? Thus far, they have responded in a big-time way. So the Kings with 40 wins. The NBA G League squad, the Stockton Kings. Mm. Let's go. They're the number one seed in the West right now in the G League. They just clinched Killing the playoff it. spot tonight. So Congrats, guys. Good times all the way around. Appreciate you guys so much for being here. Before you go, hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you subscribe. We appreciate all the super chats, all the new subs. Thank you to Anthony for donating five bucks. Saying, hey, I've been loyal to Kings fans since 98 when I moved from Sacramento to the, or moved to Sacramento from the Bay. My kids are all Kings fans too. So that's cool. cool. Thanks to all the new subscribers. CPU1, Ligro, Zach. You guys are literally the best. 
We'll be back live Monday night following Kings and Bucks. Do not miss it as the Kings try to get to the 500 mark. Another significant mark, excuse me, fi- guaranteed 500 mark of the season. Okay. You reach 41, you're, you're 500 guaranteed. team, guaranteed. Wow. That's pretty cool. Guaranteed. We love you guys, but we gots to go. You all are so badass for being here. Happy 40 wins. Sleep beams. Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo, Deuce and mo. The podcast that you know. Deuce and mo. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.